Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya, Chelek Sheni, Hilchois Kilei Behema, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Yud Beis. V'sehu, Rav says, based on what we're learning here, we'll understand a Pasuk in Koheles, where the Pasuk says, Ten Chelek L'Shiva, V'gam L'Shmoina, Ki Loiseida Ma'iyah Ro'al Horetz. Rashi over there gives several different interpretations as to what that posit means. Rav Nosenzal gives his interpretation. The posit says, give to seven and to eight. Rav Nosenzal says this means that we have to draw the seven tikkunim which we spoke about, which are the shloisha kaveh ho'emes, which shine into the arbo chelke adibur, as Rabbi Nezal says over there in chapter 2, in the second half of Likut Imran, that we want to shine the three channels of Emes into the four different types of Dibur, Shehein Bechina Shiva Kneha Menoira, and those seven correspond to the seven parts of the Menoira in the Beis HaMikdosh, Shiva Simea Shabbos, which correspond to the seven days of the week, Shekol Elu HaShiva Bechinois Meiren Bechanaka, all of these categories of seven shine on Hanukkah. And through these sevens, we draw the holiness of Shabbos into the weekdays. Which is one of the main things we're trying to accomplish with Hanukkah, as Rabbi Nezal explains over there on Likud Imran. And this is why the Pasuk is, and also to eight, Bechinas Shmoinas Yemei Chanukah, being Maramis to the full holiday of Chanukah, the eight days of Chanukah. And the Pasuk continues, Kiloi Seida Ma'iyya Ro'a Al Horetz, Hainu Shahagolus Misarech Ma'oid. Rav Nassim says, this last and final Golos that we are going through now is going on for a very long time. And who knows what the new day is going to bring, what, what difficulties, what challenges the new day is going to bring. Therefore, we have to be trying all the time to draw upon ourselves this light of Hanukkah which is the aspect of gratitude, praise to Hashem. To be thanking Hashem, expressing gratitude for the past, even while we're going through major struggles and suffering. Even when a person is in a state where they're not serving Hashem as well as they should be. Even if the person is as weak as they are, as bad as they are, still to be expressing gratitude to Hashem and praise to Hashem for all the positive things that I can think of in my life, especially throughout the past. Because it's specifically this, if we'll be able to retain, to hold on to this gratitude and praise Hashem, this is what gives us the ability to survive and to exist 
throughout Golos, both as a nation, Bechlal, and each and every individual Jew. This is like a life raft that'll help us be able to hold on despite the challenges, despite the difficulties. And now, the Pasuk we just quoted ties together beautifully. The first part of the Pasuk is referring to Hanukkah, which is all about praise and thanksgiving to Hashem. Because that's what gives us the ability to survive throughout all the difficulties and suffering. Because the Pasuk says, you don't know what kind of terrible things are going to happen in the world. Who knows what you're going to go through, chas v'shon, where it's going to seem to you as if you can't survive. However, through this light of Hanukkah, which is this aspect of thanksgiving and praise, whereby you'll remember all the time the kindnesses of Hashem and the miracles that Hashem did for you, That'll give you the encouragement and the motivation that you need all the time. As the Gemara says, That in order to be able to cry out to Hashem regarding the troubles and problems of the present and the future, you have to first be you have to be able to acknowledge and thank Hashem for the positive things that Hashem has done for you in the past. And by following this formula, you will be to incredible Yeshua's, incredible successes and salvations from Hashem all the time. Until you'll be to a complete redemption Mehera speedily, amen vi amen. When Rabbi Nosanzal finishes like this, obviously at this point he felt he completed the halacha, but then Hashem gave him more chidushim, more things to say. Any questions? Rabbi Nosanzal, you said thank Hashem for the, the good in the past, but you also said we have to thank for the seemingly bad? He, he's not speaking about that right now. Right now, there are places where Abnasan Zal talks about that, a person being able to thank Hashem even for the, the, the troubles and the problems. That's a very, very high madrega. Right now, he's focusing uh, and telling us that in order for a person to be able to daven for the, for the problems they're having now or problems they anticipate, the person has to first be able to remember all the good things Hashem has done for them in the past and express gratitude and praise to Hashem, that's what gives you the ability to express what your new needs are and, and, and plead with Hashem for the help that you need now. Now, Rav Nosanzal goes into a piece where he, he takes the, what the Arizal, the Arizal's explanation of Hanukkah, the deep Kabbalistic explanation that the Arizal gives of which names of Hashem 
are related to the brachas that we make on Hanukkah candles, etc. And Rav Nassim Sal is going to bring it down and relate it to what we're learning. First, he's going to give us a, a brief overview of what the Arizal says. So some of this is not so easy, especially if a person's not familiar with it. We'll try to make it as clear as possible. Question in the chat. Does Rav Nassim ever speak about thanking Hashem for the bad things themselves or only for the good that can still be found within the bad? The answer is Rav Nassim does speak about praising Hashem even for the negative things. We know that Rav starts chapter 4 in Likud Imran by saying that when a person realizes that everything that happens to them is really for their good, that's a taste of Olam Haba. And Rabbi Nezal quotes the Pasuk and Tehillim, Bahashem Ahalel Dovar, Belekim Ahalel Dovar. I praise Hashem, Yud Kevavke, and I praise Hashem, Elekim. <coughs> Yud Kevavke is the name of Hashem associated with Midas HaChesed. Elokim is the name of Hashem associated with Midas Hadin, judgment, harshness, decrees. So there is a concept of praising Hashem even for the negative things. We know that when a person passes away, when, when a relative passes away, we make a bracha, Baruch Hashem Blessed are you, Hashem, the King of the world, Dayon Ho'emes, the judge who judges truly. <clears throat> so there is a bracha, there is a praise to Hashem that's given when a tragedy occurs. But again, I want to make it perfectly clear that that's a madrega, that's a very high madrega. There are people who talk about that like that, like that standard. Yeah, thank Hashem for good, thank Hashem for bad, praise Hashem, say thank you for your pain and suffering. That, that's a madrega. A person has to start out by thinking of all the actual good things that Hashem has done for them in their lives. And all the good things that I'm, I'm experiencing right now. My lungs are working, my eyes are working, my heart is beating all the positive things in my life. That's, that's step one. Okay, paragraph Yud Gimel now. The Arizal explains in the Sefer Priyetz Chaim <coughs> that one of the main things one of the main ways that we're trying to draw the light of Hanukkah upon us is via the name of Hashem, Nachal. Shenimshach Mibina, which comes, which is a light that comes from the sphere of Bina. Shehu Roshe Tevois Lehatlik Ner Hanukkah. When a person makes the brachas for lighting Hanukkah candles, the first bracha that we make is Asher Kedushanu B'Mitzvoyse B'Tzivonu Lehatlik Ner Chanukah. And the first letters of Lehatlik Ner Chanukah spell a name of Hashem Nachal, <coughs> which the Arizal shows that that name of Hashem is a combination of different names of Hashem. We'll see some of this soon. Now we know there's a pasuk, Nachal Noivea Mekor Chachma, that there's a stream that flows whose source is in Chachma. And we know that Bina is the sphere that comes after Chachma. So Bina is referred to as this Nachal, Nachal Noivea. Hainu, Ki Isa Bekavonas Hatfila, 
we find that Rab, the Arizal says in explaining the Kavanos of Psuke de Zimra, which we say every morning, that there's a Pasuk that we say in Hoidu, which is the Pasuk Nafshenu Chiksol Hashem. Our soul yearns to Hashem. Shezer Hashem Nachal the Arizal writes over there where he explains Psuke de Zimra that these words, Nafshenu Chiksol Hashem, our soul yearns to Hashem, the first letters make up that name also, Nachal. And this is the, what the holiness of Hanukkah is really all about. We said we're trying to draw this thanksgiving, this praise of Hashem into the world. Which Rabbi Nezal says over there in the beginning of the chapter on the Kutimam that this concept of expressing gratitude and praise to Hashem, this is the ultimate pleasure in Olam Haba. We know that Olam Haba is referred to as Bina. This world, the physical world, is generally referred to by the number seven, seven days in a week, seven years in a Shemitah, corresponding to the seven lower spheres, Chesed through Malchus, which means when we leave this world, we're going up to Bina. Olam Haba is referred to generally as Bina. Kayadua, as is known in the Zohar Kodesh. And it's from that high place, that place of Bina, that place of Olam Haba, that place of that we draw this holy name of Hashem Nachal, What does that mean in a practical sense? Hainu. This 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 pasuk nafshenu lachakot also means to wait. That we should always be waiting and yearning for Hashem's salvation. We should never give up. We should never be negative. We're always thinking positive. That even if I'm going through tremendous pain, suffering, challenge right now, I'm waiting for the Yeshua. Like we say, Where do we get that ability from? By being able to see and remind ourselves of the many Yeshuas and miracles that Hashem has done for us till now. This is this concept of thanksgiving and praise. And it's from that place of Bina, Olam Haba, this Nachal, this Nafshenu Chiksel Hashem, this remembering all the good things that Hashem has done for us in the past, that we draw these three channels of Emes into the four categories of Dibur, Shezel Bechinas Hadlokas Ner Chanukah. And this is what lighting Hanukkah candles is all about. As Rabbein Azal expounds on this over there in the second chapter, in the second part of Likute Moran. We see therefore that the lighting of Hanukkah candles 
is coming from this place of thanksgiving and praise. Shehu sheashu Olam Haba, which is the pleasure of Olam Haba, Bechinas Bina, Shemishom Hashem Nachal Hana, which the Arizal says, that's where that name Nachal comes from. Shehu Bechinas Nafshenu Chiksel Hashem. My soul is waiting and yearning for Hashem. Dahainu Lechakois Uletzapois Lashem Tomid. That a person is always waiting and yearning and expecting the issue of Hashem. I'm always optimistic. No matter how negative things seem right now, I'm always optimistic and thinking positive. Shezeo bechinas toida hanal. This is this concept of toida that we spoke about. Lihio is moida al ha'ovar. To acknowledge and express gratitude for the past. Umevakesh lahabo. And to be pleading for the future. Shezehu ikr bechinas chanakanal. This is what Hanukkah is really all about. And now Rav Mosazal says, Ayin Bahatoiranal, study that chapter on Likute Maran well, chapter 2 in the second half of Likute Maran, Ubekavonois, and study what the Arizal writes on Hanukkah, Vitovin Heitev, and you'll understand very, very well how this comes together. Ubechaste Hashem Vishwasoi. And now Rav Nusnal says, with Hashem's kindness and salvation, I hope that Hashem will give me the privilege of explaining all of the kavanas of Hanukkah that the Arizal writes there, based on that chapter in the Kutimran, as my heart feels, and it's shining in my mind. You know, as Rav Nosanzal says, he has feelings, strong feelings about the connection between what Rabbi Nosanzal writes there in the Kutimran and the Arizal's explanation. Vila Hashem HaYeshua. And I hope, and, and to Hashem is salvation. Hashem is the one who we hope will give us all the Yeshua's. Again, he's giving this introduction, and now he's going to attempt to go into more detail of what the Arizal writes and what Rabbi Nosanzal writes and show the connection between them question in the chat, does the gematria of Nachal, which is 88, also have a meaning compared to the eight days of Hanukkah? The answer is we're going to see more about that in the next pieces, because the, the gematria of Nachal plus the koilel is actually the gematria Hanukkah, the word Hanukkah. Hanukkah is 89, which is Nachal plus the koilel. In addition, the Arizal writes over there, that the word Hanukkah can be split into two parts. Chof Vav, which is the, the gematria of Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, and the remaining letters, Chana, Ches Nun Hei, is Bigematria Sog, 63, which is the combination associated with Bina. When we talk about the four combinations, the four formats of Yudke Vavke, when it's written, when it's filled out completely, of Sog Mo Bon correspond to Yud Hey Vav Hey, so Sog corresponds to that first Hey of Yud Ke Vav Ke, which is Bina. Question in the chat: Nachal Noivea Mekor Chachma means that this Nachal is the source of Chachma, not really, not really. It means Nachal Noivea, a a stream that flows, whose source is in Chachma whose source is in Chachma. Okay, continuing. 
Again, this, what we're going to be learning now, for some people will seem very difficult, very strange. It's things that we're not used to, but this is, this is the, the deep, the highest level of Torah. And even if a person doesn't understand it, hearing these words is an incredible benefit to the neshama. Paragraph Yudalit. Vehine Mavoyer Shamba Kavanois, the Arizal explains over there, Shehashen Nachal Hanal, Im Hakoilel, Gematria Dam Odom. The Arizal explains there that this name, these, this name Nachal, which is 88, plus 1 for the word itself, the Koilel, is Bigematria 89, which is the Gematria of the two words Dam Odom, the blood of a person. Ayin Shom, take, take a look over there in the Priyetz Chaim. V'hugam came Gematria Chanukah. And again, the word Nacha with the Koilel is also Bigematria Chanukah. Hainu Mashekosu Bahatoiranal. This is related to what Rabbein Azal writes there in Likut Yamaran. She'ikr Bechinas Chanukah Nimshach Mebechinas Toida Voido Shehu Shashu Ayom Haba. That the main light of Chanukah comes from this aspect of thanksgiving and praise, which is the, the special pleasure of Olam Haba. Umevoyer Shom, Rabbi Nezal explains over there, Shehatoido Nikreis Halacha, that this concept of giving thanks to Hashem is associated with Halacha, Al Shem Tahaluchois Hadamim regarding the movement of the blood throughout the body, which is called tahalucha. Tahalucha means <coughs> movement, flow. When a person gets out of a crisis, then the blood goes back to flowing normally, to its normal flow. Because when a person is in crisis, when a person is going through a major challenge or difficulty, the blood strikes, the blood strikes the heart like waves in the ocean. Because the Zohar Kodesh says that when, when a nation is under attack, Everybody runs to the leadership, to the king or to the leadership to, to seek guidance and advice and to see what do we do to get orders of what we're supposed to do. The heart is the king of the body. <clears throat> so when, when a person is in crisis, every, the blood goes to the heart. It's incredible that we're learning about this now. A close friend of mine is in the hospital right now. We mentioned his name earlier. Binyamin Yitzchak. Ben Liba Marguerite. And, and this is a person, a very strong person, who's worked hard his whole life. And recently he wasn't feeling well. And they said pneumonia, and, and they said that uh, some kind of an infection developed inside and attacked the heart. And, and that's, and, and put him into major crisis. Now that's why he had to go, go to the hospital and right now being treated. Hopefully the fact that we're learning about this should be a refuah for him. But again, Rabbi Nezal quotes the Zohar Kodesh, which explains what goes on inside the body when a person is going through a, a challenge. 
And then, when the crisis is resolved, when the person gets out of the, the problem, the blood goes back to flowing normally. We know, again, those that study biology know <clears throat> that we study the, the circulatory system in the body. That's what it's called, which is the flow of blood throughout the body, how the blood travels throughout the body. The pump that's pumping, the pump that, that's in charge, responsible for the circulatory system, is the heart. So when the heart is under attack, then, then the blood flow is irregular. <clears throat> And this is associated with the halachos of the Torah that we learn. Again, halichos hadamim, the flow of blood, and halachos being the final conclusion. When a person studies Torah, the halacha is the final conclusion of a topic in Torah, telling us exactly what we should be doing or what we shouldn't be doing. Bechinas chesed, which is also associated with chesed, Rabbein is all over there. In the beginning of that chapter on the Kutimran, Rabbi Nachman shows how all of these things are connected. In the chapter in Tehillim, Mizmar Lesoida, Hariu Lashem Kol Haaretz, this is the chapter that's known for thanksgiving. Mizmar Lesoida, Hariu Lashem Kol Haaretz. The first letters of Hariu Lashem Kol Haaretz spell the word halacha. <coughs> And lesoida, the word lesoida, is also the letters hoilodo. I have to look at it again over there. The chapter on the Kutman Rabbeinu Salvia shows all the connections between these things. And Rabbeinu Sal goes on to show there on the Kutman that through this, this allows the, the attribute of emes to flow into the four types of dibur. Rabbi Nassau explains over there because at first when the person was in crisis when there was a crisis going on then there's a pasuk that says people of blood meaning murderers, terrorists those kind of people they hate a, an honest person Tam is Miloshin Emes and, and sincere, a sincere person. So again, anshe domin, when there's this irregular flow of blood, yisnutan, it hates, it's, it opposes, it's the opposite of tam, it's the opposite of emes. Ayin Shom, take a look over there in Likud Yamran, where Rabbi Nizal explains this. Hainu bechinas kavona sanal. This ties into what the Arizal says in the kavonas. The Arizal explains that on Hanukkah, this term dam odom, the blood inside of the person, that part of the kavanas of Hanukkah is that we want the, the crisis to end. We want the blood to return back into the different parts of the body where it normally flows, where it normally goes, and to, to give life to all the parts of the body. We know that again, the blood, ki hadam hu hanefesh, the Pesach says, blood is the life of a person. If a person loses enough blood, or if the blood becomes spoiled or damaged, that can kill the person. An infection in the blood, Rachman al 
So the Arizal says there that one of the part of the covenants of Hanukkah is that the blood and the life should go back into the Evarim of the body and flow and, and its normal flow. That's the main solution for a crisis. That's what, what represents the ending of a crisis. Which is related to thanksgiving. We offer toida thanksgiving when a crisis is over. And again, halacha it also is this concept of the conclusion. The conclusion. When before the halacha is determined, we're in crisis. There's a debate. Is this one right? Is that one right? There's an argument going on. The halacha is the resolution of, of a debate, the resolution of a challenge. And halacha means that the halichoi sadamim, that the blood goes back to flowing normally. And Rabbi Nezal shows there on the Kutimran that when this happens, this allows for the emes to shine into the dibur. And the concept of shining emes into the four types of dibur is related to the fact that we light Hanukkah candles near the entrance to the house. There's a posik psach picho v'yo Open your mouth and your words will shine. This oil, this light of Hanukkah, this oil of Dvorecha into the Dibur is related to Pesach, Psach Picha, the Pesach, the entranceway. As Rabbeinazal explains over there, Rabbeinazal shows all of this, all the connections very clearly. And all of this, this, this is achieved through Toida Halacha. From the blood flowing in its normal, proper way, which comes, which, which draws from this name of Hashem Nachal. And how do we activate this Shem Nachal? Through Nafshenu Chiksel Hashem, by thinking positive. By yearning to Hashem, mashikivinu tomid vitzoaknu vispalano elo, the fact that we're always yearning to Hashem and crying out to Hashem, shalidezen itzalnu mikolatzores. That's what helps us get be saved from all crisis, from all suffering. This week's parsha. This week we're going to be reading parshas b'shalach where the Jews finally get out of Egypt after all the suffering, 210 years of extreme suffering in Egypt, finally get out of there and, and, and coming towards the Red Sea and Pari is coming after us again with 600 chariots, his whole army screaming they want to murder us. And there's snakes and scorpions are, are in the desert all around us, nowhere to go. And the Jews scream, Vayitzakel, the, the Jews scream to Hashem, and, and Hashem performs the miracle of Kriyas Yamsuf. And we know that Rabbi Nezal explains there that the light of Emes shines in three channels. Remember, the word Emes 
is Aleph Mem Tov. The Aleph is the beginning letter of the Aleph Bays, the Mem is the middle letter, and the Tov is the last letter of the Aleph Bays. And Emes is associated with Yaakov Avinu, Titain Emes Liakov, who is the third one, number three of the Avois. He, as we learned earlier, a few pages before, it Yaakov is all three put together. He's Avram Yitzchok Yaakov. That's these three channels of Emes. Shehem Bechinas Kel Eloikim Hashem Diber. Rabbeinu Zalavadeh Kutman quotes this Pasuk in Tehillim, which mentions these three names of Hashem, which shine into the Diber, into the Dibur. And we explained earlier, if you recall, in the previous year, how these three names of Hashem correspond to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Shehem Bechinas Torah, Utfila, Veshiduchen. And we showed earlier also how these three names of Hashem correspond to Torah, Tfila, and Shiduchim. Question in the chat, but is the heart considered as the king of the body and not the brain? In another place, Rabbi Nezar said that the word Melech means Moyach Lev Kothid, meaning that the brain should become first and then, and then and rule. The answer is that all three of those, the Moyach, the lave and the Kaved are Melech. All three of them are referred to as kings in the body. The Moyach is the spiritual king. The Moyach is white, the white matter of the brain. The opposite of that is the Kaved, the liver, which the Gemara says is Kaved Moleidam. The liver is blood, all blood, redness, Midas Hadin, judgment, that the liver is the source of kas, anger. The liver represents Esav, the opposite extreme, the malchus of the sitra achra. And the heart is in the middle. The heart can go either way. There's a posik, lev chacham liyaminoi, lev ksil ismoiloi. The heart of a smart person veers to the right, favors the yetzer toiv, the good inclination, and the heart of a rosh, of a fool, veers to the left, listens to the Yetzirah. All three of these are referred to as kings. And, and again, the, the, phys, the king of the physical body is the heart. The, the brain is considered the king Baruchis, more spiritually, a, much, a, a higher level in a sense. The, king, the, the brain is what operates the nervous system in the body, all the nerves. The heart is what pumps what feeds the circulatory system, the blood flow in the body. Question in the chat, the splitting of the sea was not because they cried out. We learn Hashem told them to stop crying. Chas v'shalom. The crying out definitely played a major role. Hashem said, okay, enough. now stop crying, now go, it's time to go. But the crying out Hashem is definitely what helped them, just as we see in chapter 107 in Tehillim, which we spoke about in a previous year, about Hoidul Hashem Kito where we have the Vayitzaku, four times Vayitzaku, referring to the four categories of people who have to say Birch HaSagoymel. We said Chaim, Choyle, Yam, Yisurin, and Midbar. That of course the crying out, it, Hashem, it's, the Pasuk says, Hashem heard, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, I heard their screams, and therefore now I want you to go take them out of Mitzrayim. 
So the crying out was a, a very positive, critical part of all of this. At a certain point in time, Hashem said, time to put your, put your pedal to the metal, time to press on the accelerator, time to go forward, time to go into the sea. Now Rabbi Nassau continues, and this is also tied into what the Arizal says, that throughout each one of the eight days of Hanukkah, a person is supposed to think about one of the different miluim of Hashem's name, Ekyeh. We know that the letter He can be written three ways. He Aleph, He He, and He Yud. And the Arizal speaks about, on, throughout the eight days of Hanukkah, having in mind the, the different miluim of Ekyeh, and also to have in mind the fact that Ekyeh, Pa'omim Ekyeh, Bigimatria Emes. Hashem's name, Ehei, Aleph, Hei, Yud, Hei. When you multiply it by itself, 21 times 21 is Bigimatria 441, which is the word Emes. And the Arizal shows there that throughout each one of the eight days of Hanukkah, we're trying to draw upon ourselves one of these miluyim of Ekya times Ekya, which is Bigimatria Emes. Look over there. I, I don't want to, it, it's, it's a little bit complicated. And we, for now, we don't need to go into all the detail of what the Arizal says there. Vehem shmoina tikunim horishonim shel kleiser mechilin derachami. And the Arizal shows there that throughout the eight days of Hanukkah, we are being mechavein the eight, the first eight attributes of kindness of Hashem of the 13 attributes of kindness. For example... The first day, it's kale. The second day, it's rachum. The third day, it's vechanun. The fourth day, it's erech. The fifth day, apayim. The sixth day, verav chesed. The seventh day, ve'emes. And then the Arizal shows that on the eighth day, a person is mechavin, the, the remaining six. Noitzer chesed, la'alofim, noitziyovim, v'feshe l'chatov v'nakeh. Ayin Shon, take a look over there in the writings of the Arizal. Hainu Kanal. Again, this fits in beautifully with what we learned earlier. Sheikr Ho'oyer Hameir Umadlik Nerchanaka Hu'oyer Ho'emes. The main light that shines and lights up the Hanukkah candles is the light of truth. Bechinas Ekye Pa'omim Ekye Begematria Emes. Which is what the Arizal says there that Hashem's name Ekye, which is one of the names for Bina. Ekya times Ekya is Bigimatria Emes. Shetzrichen lechavin b'chol yoyim mishmoyin esimei Hanukkah, which we're supposed to be focusing on one of the combinations of Ekya on the throughout the eight days of Hanukkah. V'zeh ho'inyan shel shmoyne po'amim Emes shamanem ipiv ha'kodesh bi'atzmoy achar shama toyronal. And Rabbi Nelson Zal says this concept of eight times emes, we heard from Rabbi Nelson himself after he gave that shir in Likutim Ram. 
that Rabbein Zal spoke about the fact that the Arizal says that we know in Shachris, after Kriyashma, between Kriyashma and Shmon Esrei, we recite the word Emes eight times. Emes V'yatzvanochon, Emes Atuhurisham, Emes Mimitzrayim Gialtonu. If you'll take a look there, there are eight times Emes. And again, Rabbein Zal said that that's tied into this chapter on Ikut Yemran. Ve'elu ha-shmoyne pa'omim emes, ha-me'irim v'shmoyne s'mechanaka, these eight times emes, which shine throughout the eight days of Hanukkah, shehen shmoyne miluyim shel-ekye, correspond to eight different formats of the name ekye, kimavur shambakavonas, as the Arizal explains over there. Ha-shmoyne miluyim, bebir elu ha-shmoyne miluyim, the Arizal explains it over there, the Arizal says that really there are three basic formats of Ekya. Because again, the letter He can only be spelled, the other letters, Aleph and Yud, there's only one way to spell them. Aleph, Lamed, Pei, Yud, Vav, Dalet. It's the He that has three variations. It can be written He Aleph, He He, or He Yud. So the Arizal says, in actuality, there are three basic miluyim of Ekya. The additional five are, are extensions of those three. The three basic miluyim of Ekya are Kuf Samach Aleph, Kuf Nun Aleph, and Kuf Mem Gimel. Shehem, which are Ekya Beyudin, Beheyin, Bealfin, Kayadua. If you spell Hashem's name Ekya, Aleph Lamed Pei, Hey Aleph, Yud Vav Dalid, Hey Aleph, it's Bigimatria 143. If you spell it Aleph Lamed Pei, Hey Hey, Yud Vav Dalid, Hey Hey, it's Bigimatria 151. And if you spell it Aleph Lamed Pei, Hey Yud, Yud Vav Dalid, Hey Yud, it's Bigimatria 161, which are these three miluyim here. Rabbeinazal mentions this. In chapter 2 in Likud Imran, in the first part of Likud Imran, where he speaks about Yosef HaTzadik, Ben Poiros Yosef, there there's a small reference to these, these names of Hashem. She'ikar miluye ekye heim shloyshe. The main basic formats of ekye are three, the, the three we just mentioned. Usha'ar hamiluyim heim mitzayrofem mehem. The Arizal shows there how the additional five miluyim that he's mentioning are different variations of those as is clear to one who looks over there in the Arizal's words. These three basic formats of Ekia which are the foundation of all of them, they correspond to the three channels of emes. Because ki emes hu ekye pomem ekye. Because emes comes from ekye, remember? Ekye times ekye is emes. Hainu ki ashloisha miluyim heim milui echod beyudin shehu bechinas chesed zebechin. Now Rav Nosan Zal is going to show us, he's going to explain what the letter Yud represents, what the letter He represents, what the letter Aleph represents. 
to show how these relate to these three kavim of emes. Rav Nosenzal says, the three miluyim are, the first one is with yud, which is bechinas chesed. Ze bechinas tfila, shehi bechinas chesed. That corresponds to tfila, which is related to chesed. Because tfila, generally, we're seeking Hashem's kindness. Ki tfila bechinas yud. Because tfila is associated with the letter yud. Why? Ki iker shleimus hatfila hu beminyan asara. Because the real perfection of tfila is when a person is davening with a minion. We say in Shmon Esrei, Ki ato shamea tfilas kol pe amcho Yisrael. Because you, Hashem, listen to the tfila of every single person, berachamim, with kindness. It's brought that the word berachamim is bigematria bitzibur, when a person is davening with a minion. So the ikr tfila is with a minion, with ten people. So Rav Nosenzal says, so the yud represents tefillah in this context. Milui beis, the second milui of Ekeh, which is behayim, when we're spelling the letter hey, hey, shehu bechinas gevura. The letter hey represents gevura. Ze bechinas Torah, which is associated with Torah, shenitna mi pi The Gemara says that the Torah was given to us from a place of gevura. Har Sinai was on fire. There was thunder, lightning, the sound of the shofar. All and the Gemara says, The first two commandments were said by Hashem, but it uses the words mipigvura. They came from a place of gvura. That's the letter hey. That's Torah. Ki Torah bechinas hey, because the Torah is represented by the letter hey bechinas chamisha chumshei Torah. The, the base of the Torah is the five books of the Torah. Milui Gimel, the third Milui of Ekya, which is when the letter He is spelled, Ba'alfin, He Aleph, Ze Bechinas Rachamim. So we're speaking about Tefillah, Torah, and Rachamim. Bechinas Yaakov, which is associated with the third one of the forefathers, Yaakov Avinu. Bechinas Shiduchim Vezivugim. Right, right now, in this paragraph, Rav Nosenzal is going through the four types of Dibur that Rabbi Nosenzal speaks about over there in Likutim Ram. The four types of Dibur are Torah, Tefillah, Shiduchim Zivugim, and we'll see what else. Bechinas Rachman, Bechinas Yaakov, Bechinas Shiduchim Vezivugim. Ki Aleph, because the letter Aleph, who Bechinas Adam, represents man. <coughs> Ki les Adam beloy Aleph. Because the Tikkun Ezoya says that you cannot have Adam without Aleph. We know, number one, the first letter of the word is really what defines the word. So again, the word Adam, the strong letter in the word Adam is that Aleph in the beginning, number one. And Rav Nosan Zaleitz here, Shezeu Bechinas Shem Mo, we know also that the word Adam, Aleph Dalet Mem, is bigimatria 45, which is one of the combinations, one of the formats of Hashem's name Yud Kevavke when it's spelled with Alephs. Yud Vav Dalet, Hey Aleph, Vav Aleph Vav, Hey Aleph. It's bigimatria Adam. Ma Shehu Havaya Bemilui Alfin, bigimatria Adam. This is Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, when it's being filled out with Alephs, 
It's Bigimatria Odon. Shezeo Bechinas Tikken Hashiduchem Vazivugem Dikdushel. So that the, the, the letter Aleph in this context, which is Marames to Odon, to Mo, represents the, the Tikkun of Shiduchem and Zivugim. Why? Ki Iker Hachibur Dikdushel. <clears throat> the main union of holiness in order to complete the divine image, <clears throat> it, which is Adam, man was created in the image of Hashem. <clears throat> which is not completed until there is a union of man and woman in holiness and purity. <clears throat> As the Pesach says, Zohar unekeva braam, Hashem created them, male and female, vayikro shemam adam, and Hashem <clears throat> called them adam, men. So the term adam represents the union of man and woman, the concept of shidduch, zivug, Uksiv, and there's another passage that says, Vayivro Elohim Esho Odom Bitsalmoi, Hashem created man, Odom, in his image, Bitsalem Elohim, Bitsalem Elohim Boroisa, Hashem created man in the image of Hashem Kavyocho, Zohar Unekeva Boroisan, He created them, male and female. So we see that Odom, <coughs> which is Ma, which is Hashem's name with Aleph's, is this concept of zivug and union, the union between man and woman. One of the Sheva Brachas, we say Hashem created man in his image, <coughs> and then we, we complete it by saying, Yoitzer Ho'odom. Ki kolzma, why do we say this specifically at the Sheva Brachas, when a man and woman are joining, are being joined together? Ki kolzman she'ein chibur, ein nishlam koimas ho'odom. Because on, so long as there is not a union between man and woman, <coughs> this structure of Adam is incomplete. Shehu Tselem Elikim, which is the divine image of Hashem. V'alkein, Yaakov, Shezocho Lemito Shlema, and therefore it's only Yaakov Avinu who succeeded in having all of his children being good. He did not have an Esav, he did not have Yishmael, Letachlis Kedushas Tikken Hashiduchim. Yaakov Avinu was to the highest level of purity in the aspect of husband and wife, in, in the Shidduch, in that all of his produce was all pure. Alkein hu ikr bechinas odom shebemerkava. Therefore, in the throne of Hashem, where there are four images, there's the image of the king of the wild animals, which is the lion. There's the image of the king of the domesticated animals, which is the ox. There's the image of the king of the birds, which is the Nesha, and there's the image of the, of the king of all of creation, which is man, which is Adam. Which Adam, which person's face is in the image of the Merkava? 
איקר בכין הסון של הכובע שהוא צורוסוי של יעקב. It's the image of יעקב אבינו, כידוע, as is known in the Gemara and the Sifrei Kabola. ועל כן, המילוי באלפן, שהוא בכינס אודום, הוא בכינס תיקן השידוכים והזיווגים דקדושה. And therefore, it's the filling out of אלפס. It's אקיה with אלפס, and יוד קי ווקי with אלף, which is בגימטריה אודום, יוד קי ווקי באלפן, שזה בגימטריה אודום, that represents the תיקון. אודום represents this תיקון of שידוכים and זיווגים of קידושה. The holy union between man and wife. We know that Rabbi Nezal brings in another place from the Zohar Kodesh that Odom is Bigimatria Yud Kevavke plus Chava. Yud Kevavke is 26. Chava is 19. Yud Kevavke in this context represents the male, the union between male and female together is Bigimatria Odom. That's Odom. A man, until he's married, is called Klaguf, half. <clears throat> it's only when we have this union, that's when it becomes Odom. Just like you have Zohar Unekeva. It says, Zohar Unekeva Boroisam Vayikro Shmam Odom. If you add Zohar and Nekeva plus one, it's Bigimatria Shechina, if I recall correctly. Showing that that's the Shlemus. The Shlemus is Zohar Nekeva. The one is Hashem, the divine presence of Hashem. That's the Shekhinah. Question, why does the letter Yud represent Tefillah? Yud is Chachma, while Tefillah is Malchus. Once again, we have to make it perfectly clear that when a person is learning Kabbalah, Chassidus, different things... Things can represent different items depending on the context that we're talking about. The letter Yud generally, very often, represents Chochmah. In the context that we're speaking over here, Yud represents Tefillah, and Rav Nosenzal was able to give a clear proof of it. He was able to show how, when it comes to Tefillah, Yud is very prominent. The number 10 is very prominent. Shlemus of Tefillah is 10. We know also that when you count the numbers from 1 to 10, the Tikkun Ezer says, 1 times 1, 2 times 2, 3 times 3, going up to 10 times 10, it's Bigimatria Shechina. So when you have 10 people, that draws the, that attracts the presence of the Shechina, you know, for Tefillah, for an, an assemblage of Tefillah. Question regarding Hanukkah. The seventh tikkun is called Emes. Is, is He'oras a Chochmah of... I see this is something complicated. Not for now. Not for now. Any questions before we close? Question. Beisam uh, Mikdash had images of the Chorobim, which were like children... ‫הוא 
represent one major aspect of, of the Merkava, the throne of Hashem, which is the image of the lion. The Kruvim in the Beis Hamikdash were bird-like images with baby faces. It's brought that, you know, they represent what they represent. The baby faces represent the spheros of Netzach and Hoid, from which Emuna, from which, I'm sorry, from which prophecy comes. That's where Moshe Rabbeinu received his divine prophecy, because Chesed Gvurateferes are called Avois, parents, Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, which means Netzach Hoid Yesoid are Bonim, children. Each thing has its own explanation. Each thing represents different things. And on a certain higher level, it's all really one. It's all part of the divine oneness of Hashem. The more a person learns Sifrei Hasidus, you know, which are based on Sifrei Kabbalah, the more a person gets pieces of this jigsaw puzzle, filling in another piece, other piece, other piece, giving, showing what everything represents, and ultimately showing how it's all really one. Wishing everybody a wonderful day and week. Again, this, this is way above our level. However, we believe that by trying to learn this and trying to understand, trying to get whatever messages we can get from this, this is an incredible tikkun for our neshama and for the world. The, the, one of the most important commentators on the Zohar Kodesh, the Kisei Melech writes that 30 minutes of this type of limud is like 30 days of learning Gemara Rashi Toysvis, you know. So it's, it's very special. We should be zochet to get as much as we can out of it. All the best. Yeshua is Rafu is Gula Shleimah.